Welcome to episode four of the podcast. You might be wondering, why am I on here when I have said that we were going to have a few more guests lined up? And it's just because I was unwell this week, so I need to reschedule that. I'll keep today's solo cast short and sweet, but it's going to be on a very, very topical issue of, if not in a deficit, then what? So we're going to be jumping into the topic soon, but just know that I have... The next three episodes after this one will all be guest related, so that is very, very exciting. Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self at the same time. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and nutrition and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to turn that ship around and build a body you love inside and out. So let's go. To jump into today's topic, I really wanted to discuss the the fact that we need to be spending most of our time in at least maintenance phases, if not growth phases, to actually get the quote unquote body goal body that we're looking for. And this might spin some people out. Like, what are you talking about? Isn't, you know, being in deficit the the way to get there? Like basically I'm wasting time if I'm at maintenance and I pretty much need to be in a deficit for as much as we possibly can. And the answer to that is, well, no, if you've been training for a little while, especially you're going to be much more successful in changing your body composition outside of a deficit, because it's the increase increase in muscle mass that really changes our body composition over time. And yes, there's going to be time, a time and place for being in a deficit to lose body fat, but It is not the only way and to reach our body goals and building muscle mass is a critical part of achieving the physique that we want to achieve. And I think so many women, unfortunately, are under the impression that really results are only happening in a deficit and time spent outside of a deficit is wasting time. But on the podcast today, I really want to flip your perspective pretty much right around that being a deficit is actually what's wasting time. And we really would ideally like to get in and out as fast as possible. So like I said, I want to keep today's topic short and sweet and pretty damn practical for you. So who is this podcast for? Who is this aimed at? How do you know this might be for you? So it's definitely for if you've been training for a little while now. So let's say, you know, minimum six months, but probably, you know, 12 months to two years. If you are under the impression that your progress or most of your progress is being made in a deficit, if you are pretty resistant to longer maintenance phases, and, and I'm I'm going to say longer because I think that might resonate with you. For for me, it doesn't sound that long, but you know, I'm I'm looking, I'm pointing to maintenance phases of, you know minimum say three months that might feel too long for a lot of people it's absolutely not (laughs) if you're resistance resistant perhaps to going into a surplus phase but you know you need to also this podcast will be really really useful for you so when we're looking at what goes into building a 
quote unquote goals physique. And of course, this is going to be different for every individual of what, what we want to achieve. But if you're listening to this, it's highly likely it involves building some muscle mass. You know, there are three phases that go into building these physiques that we really want. So we have fat loss phases, we have growth phases, and we have maintenance phases. Now you'll see only one of these phases <laughs> relates to being in an energy deficit. And of course, that is the fat loss phase. Otherwise, at maintenance or in a growth phase, you know, we are fueling ourselves, at least of course, at maintenance calories, potentially also feeding ourselves up which will include gaining a certain amount of body fat. And I think this is where a lot of women get really, really freaked out because their ideal physique is leaner than they are now, even if you are already pretty lean. And I understand that the feeling is, well, if I'm not putting all of my focus and attention towards losing the body fat, then what am I doing? But especially from personal experience, of course, I've made all of these mistakes that I we we always talk about. I've all I've done it myself, but I have also, of course, uh, coached hundreds and hundreds of women, and you know, seeing this play out multiple, multiple times in practice of how do we actually go about building a physique that people love? And maybe you've done this too. Maybe you have, you know, maybe you're coming to the end of a, a really successful deficit phase and you're like, look, it's great. I've got the fat loss results, but I'm just a bit of a smaller version. You know, I haven't really significantly changed my body composition in terms of building muscle mass. And that is exactly what we're here to talk about today. So if you're unhappy with your physique, that's not quite where you where you want it to be and you're continually trying to be in a deficit this is where we are going wrong and sometimes it can be really really hard to hear this but we also have to be honest with ourselves and say you know what is this me am I quite hesitant to it being in a maintenance phase because I feel like it's wasting time or because I'm scared of gaining body fat and if this is you look pretty much it is just a a, a signpost that you know what a maintenance phase is definitely for you. And I don't always think it's always about being in a surplus 100%. I think sometimes the psychology of a person, it's perhaps better to just be at a maintenance phase for an extended period of time. Yes, we won't be as efficient at building muscle mass as if we we're in a surplus phase, but I do understand that some people may have some trouble both with gaining body fat and with scale weight increases, and that's fine. And, and you guys will know having listened to me speak now I'm very very big on nuance <laughs> and how important it is to always take into account individual psychology preferences mental state all of those sorts of things when we're looking at possible pathway solutions to creating the physique that we really want to create okay so what do we need to do if this is us what do we need to do if either we've been going around around circles in deficit phases if we have done a you know really successful deficit we're actually happy with how lean we are what do I do now or if we've you know even done a deficit maybe not even that we're just like far out I can tell that building some muscle mass, gaining some curves, getting some shape is what I really, really need to do. And, and that is what's going to help me in understanding that unfortunately in a deficit, you know, potentially for an absolute newbie, we, we might be seeing some muscle mass gains, but outside of that, outside of being assisted, it's just 
highly unlikely and, and time spent in deficit, it, it actually feels like, well, it's not feels, it, it's a waste of time if we are trying to grow. And it's definitely the way that I have been seeing deficits personally. So obviously I have a coach and my goals relate to competing in the next year, but just in general, and my goals have been like this since I started, I my golf seek is being lean with, you know, being pretty jacked as well. So with a decent amount of muscle mass. And to me, I'm always looking at growing. I'm not, I don't actually have any muscle group that I'm satisfied with in terms of its size at this point. Uh, I still really, really want to grow. So when I'm in a deficit phase, I have been seeing it as a little bit of a waste of time in terms of my overall goal. I know it is necessary to a point, you know, to keep body fat under control, keep that managed. Like there, I get it strategically, health-wise, there are reasons why we're doing it. I'm not saying that there's not, but in terms of the overall goal, you know, it is taking up time that I could that I could be that could be spent growing. Okay. And I think it is really, really important to keep that in mind. And it's like it can help us stick to our deficit and be more consistent as well when we understand that you know it is sort of putting pressing pause on the muscle growth aspect so rather than being so hungry to stay in a deficit and be eating less the whole time for fear of you know body fat gain it's understanding that there's a whole world out there I don't know if any of you guys have seen the secret garden and I do like to use this uh, analogy every now and again but if you've seen the secret garden there is you know I'm pretty sure the style of the movie is black and white and then you know they open this door to the secret garden and after a little while it, it becomes color right and it's like when you open this door and you realize being in a deficit is not the be all and end all to physique goals it's it just opens you up to a whole new world and the women who I've seen really really embrace it they end up with far better body image uh, you know better relationships with food um, and just really, really loving training as well. I'm not seeing any of this as a chore. And also the delayed gratification aspect, which I think is missing so much these days, especially in the, the Instagram, social media culture that we're in of, you know, get shredded in six days or grow your bum in 21 days. And it's like, man, this stuff takes years. It really, really does. And I, I think though, not to totally bag out social media because it can be really beneficial. There are some pretty big fitness, you know, female influencers who have, you know, who are showing that it's taken them six, seven, eight, nine, ten years to to build their physiques. And I, I think that is really, really important that just because you don't look like your, you know, idle fitness influencer in eight to 12, six months, 12 months even in terms of building muscle mass, changing your body composition. doesn't mean you failed. You're making progress. It just, this, this game takes years. So to get into the, the practical nature or the practical component for this podcast, Let's talk about, so you're at the point where either, you know, you finish a successful deficit or you're thinking, you know what, it is actually really important for me to be at maintenance. So remembering maintenance is always calculated on your current body weight, current activity levels, current age. It's not, you know, what it was six months ago. It's not what it was at the start of a deficit phase. You have to recalculate your maintenance intake when whenever we're going back to maintenance so just say you go back to maintenance you've got your new intake 
setting a time for honestly the smartest thing you could do right now setting a time frame of at least six months at maintenance and some people get really antsy about that again like I was saying it's just like no but I want to be in deficit do yourself a favor set set a, a long period of time at maintenance and if you're happy to of course and you know body fat being you know lean enough that it's not going to cause any sort of hormonal issues from gaining body fat which a surplus may do even perhaps setting you know two weeks at maintenance and then jumping into a surplus is going to be the 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 best thing you can do for changing your body composition over time and again setting like a six month period minimum I would say six months is probably something really really smart to do and don't jump ship do not jump ship at the 12 week mark not because you quote unquote feel uh, big or bloated or any of those sorts of things if you're tracking your data, it will it will objectively tell you what is happening. And I'm talking, you know, photos, measurements, uh, and of course, you know, tracking your food intake as well. You're going to know that you're on the right track. And with that, there is going to come some fat gain. Like there's just going to come some fat gain. And I think, you know, I've had questions before, how do you deal with, you know, seeing your scale weight going up and managing feelings and all of those sorts of things? Number one is it's not going to last forever. We'll put an end date on it where, you know, six months, say, say six months, you've got an end date. It's not going to be forever. Number two, even though at the current point in time, just say where wherever you are in the surplus phase or even in the maintenance phase, maybe you're getting to the point where you're feeling uncomfortable. You know that there is a reason why and, and going back to the first one, it's not going to last forever. And part of me actually does get a little delayed gratification kick and it's kind of where I'm at at the moment. I am in a deficit at the moment. I know I'm going to be going back to maintenance in a slight surplus in about four weeks' time, but I know because of all the work I've done in the last 12 months, which has mostly been spent in a surplus phase, this time next year, so in 12 months' time, the way my physique is going to look is going to be fucking crazy and it wouldn't have, it won't, hang on I'm getting my tenses wrong it wouldn't look as good as it will and I'm speaking as if it's already happened because it's how confident I am in it (laughs) if I didn't spend that time being uncomfortable and like I said there I I do have this um, I'm pretty damn good with delayed gratification I work well with it I know what it takes to do these things over a long period of time which I'm very grateful that I've learned this it's a skill really I've learned this skill but I'm really, really excited for the effort, the time, you know, the, the moment, the, not moments, you know, well, yeah, moments of discomfort I've spent eating plenty, you know, not being the most shredded person uh, because I know what it's going towards and I, I'm just so fucking excited for that and I can wait. I can wait another 12 months to see it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I know it's coming and I'm just super, super excited. The other one is, uh, look, if we're in a surplus and the scale is going up, um, it's a sign of success. It's a sign that what we are doing is actually working, okay? So it is really, really important to remember that, that this is a sign of success and it's it's funny the day comes when you know being like me who you know uh, six years ago or so would be really really upset you know I was so focused on the scale so I'd be upset if it went up to flash forwarding six years and 
being in a surplus and um, being disappointed that it's not going up because it's like far out, you know, <laughs> I'm eating heaps and training hard and I really wanted to see it go up as a sign of my hard work. And, you know, I probably put myself at like, I don't know, 27%-ish body fat, maybe a little bit more. And so some people might hear that and freak out, but it is for a reason. And like I said, it's not going to be forever. And I'm totally cool with that. So I just wanted to reflect on that for you. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about, like practically just so so just say you know you found your maintenance intake what do you do then understanding that actually going to a surplus isn't that much more food and you know I do think especially for females you know it is important to do these things fairly conservatively and you might go anywhere from 200 calories to 500 calories per day over your maintenance intake and as a coach with my women I typically chip this up over time I think it's um good for everyone just to watch this happen and, you know, making sure we're well fueled. I don't think we're wasting too much time. Now, where you would sit with, with those amounts depends on so many different things like gender, your, your training, your age. There's so many different things that go into that. And so I'd say, look, try the conservative end first. If you're not working with a coach, try the conservative end first, maybe a couple hundred calories a day, just see what happens. You can always slow things down. You can pull things back if you need to. Nothing is going to get out of hand in seven days. Just make sure you are tracking all of your data so I think the next question that, that comes is, well, how do I know if I'm making progress? How do I know if I am gaining body weight too fast? All of those sorts of things. So in terms of uh, weight gain that we are looking at, we do have some stats, um, some research that has been done that can give us a rough guideline and this is the Aragon Helms model that I'm getting this from. Uh, Alan Aragon and Eric Helms have set some, you know, rough targets for beginning, intermediate and advanced uh, females in terms of percentage uh, body weight gain per month. It isn't much, <laughs> like it isn't much. So if we're gaining kilos per week, you know, something's up <laughs> and we need to slow things down. But I will read them off. You can Google search these for free. So for a beginner, we would be looking at a little bit more. So it's 0.5 to 0.7% of body weight per month increase. For intermediate, it gets a little bit less. It's 0.25 to 0.5% of body weight increasing per month. And for advanced, it's 0.125 to 0.25% of total body weight per month increasing. So just as I said before, it decreases the more advanced we get. Progress slows down the more advanced we get. It's harder to build muscle mass the more time we have spent training. The, the progress really, really slows down. I think that does catch a few people off guard because they start their fitness journey, really, really excited seeing his progress, especially if you had, you know, some body fat to lose, you've lost that, you've come out of your deficit, you were seeing progress, you know, in photos and measurements every single week. And then you're like, okay, let me go into a maintenance phase, um, you know, and maybe hang around there for a couple of years and things slow down because it just gets harder and harder as we, as we get more advanced in, in terms of our training. But I think that that is a really key point that is important to, to chat about. It's not crazy increases in, in scale weight that we're actually looking for. And if we're tracking, we're making sure that we're keeping all of those things in check and not letting anything get out of hand. So 
another question that I just wanted to touch on before we finish up here is like, how do we not get fat? Well, if we were to think of, you know, how do we gain body fat? You know, probably that like the, the most effective way of gaining body fat, not that, you know, most people want to do that. I mean, there are some, but, you know, no resistance training, eating, whatever. So if we do that, we're going to be probably guaranteed that we will gain body fat over time. So how do we not do that? Just don't do those things to the opposite, right? Follow your training program, have a have a step target to help you and then just making sure we're tracking everything. But what I say to a lot of my clients is nothing crazy is going to happen in seven days. If things are moving a little bit too fast, that's okay. We can pull things back. You know, thinking of yourself as a little science experiment and making sure you're tracking all your, your data can be a really, really efficient and productive way of looking at this. But the key takeaway that I wanted to make sure I got across today is that the key to our body goals isn't going to be found just in a deficit. If you're listening to this, it is going to involve lots of time, if not most of your time spent at minimum at maintenance. So if that absolutely panics you, I definitely recommend getting a coach to help you through the process and to make sure that you've got an objective eye because otherwise it can be far too easy to just jump ship and give up. And then you're stuck in just this perpetual cycle of having a couple of weeks off of maintenance, freaking out and getting back into a deficit. And life is absolutely no fun. I guess a final point that I wanted to make as well is, you know, sometimes in terms of training at maintenance or in a surplus, people feel a little bit ho-hum again because they're not seeing, you know, measurements or measurements come down or, or photo, you know, themselves getting leaner in photos every single week. But, man, this is your time. Like if you're going to turn beast mode on, turn it on in maintenance phase, you know, you're probably going to feel better, you're going to feel more well-fueled and it's just the – the progress that you're going to be making that maybe you're not seeing under, you know, a little bit of body fat when you do, when it does come time, you know, when you've paid your dues and it does come time to get into a deficit again, you're going to be so damn happy that you did it. And you can probably hear the excitement in my voice when I'm talking about, you know, being 12 months from now and, and how this is really holding me in good stead because I've seen it work before. And, you know, I used to be the person totally terrible, like even at maintenance, what the hell, it would never have crossed my mind as something to do. I would have probably rather like, yeah, it just would have been terrifying to me. But to come to this place now and it's just so, so, so damn exciting. And I just wanted to jump on and share that with you today in, in somewhat of a practical podcast so that if you're on the edge of dipping your toe in the maintenance world, I just couldn't recommend it more highly. So if you love this podcast, if you've got anything to take away from it, if anything really jumped out at you, I would love, love, love if you could message me, let me know, take a screenshot, tag me on your socials. That would be amazing. And I think I will leave it, uh, leave it there for now, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.